but it's okay. <laughs> hello, friends. Hello, family. Welcome to This Is Fine, a podcast that touches on different areas of mental health, from traumas to self-improvement, where I unpack emotions, ideas, theories, lessons along my life, a life shared, so that we can kind of make sense of this fucking journey that we call <laughs> life and hopefully help you make sense of it too. So it's no secret that I am sickening. I heard that jealousy is a disease. I'll send you a get well soon card. Damn, girl. I'm Ivor. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ivor. Hi. <laughs> that was so good. Hi, I'm no. a basic bitch that he picked up the street, honestly. <laughs> um, no, I am Alamine and I am coming at you with the energy of the baby's fucking audacity. Oh. Okay. That's to baby, like, oh, can we just take a moment? Can to I talk swear? About by that? the way, you can. You can. Okay. I, I definitely right. swear all, all right. the time. Okay. okay. All right. So let's talk about a little bit about how we know each other. Right. I was like, how did we meet? It wasn't last year. It was years ago. And 2019 or 2018. It probably 2018. Yeah. Which feels like a lifetime ago, honey. But which also feels like yesterday because yeah. the past year just like. You know, yeah. So we met at my ex's, and you know, I had no idea that really? you were there because okay. I had just gotten to this place and the space, and mm-hmm. didn't even know that all the homosexuals were here. I mean, <laughs> and then I got here, I was like, "Huh? Is is the, was there a sign that there I there is a whole community? Yeah. It's like it's a whole, and it's not even underground. It's like oh, it's above ground. wide and open. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's all over the place." Uh, so we had been broken up for like over a year then, and oh right, okay. um, it was a it was probably then, I don't know, it was a while ago. Yeah, and uh, I had seen you there, and then there was everybody else. His housewarming, right? It was his housewarming. Yeah, and we were, we had mutual friends. We had so many. Oh yeah, when you're my, friends with people here, you have mutual you friends. Know everybody. The likelihood is like the the degree of separation is in this space it's just why i know don't date anyone in this area is the likelihood is that we've seen the same people naked 100 and that i am not comfortable with no. i'm call me a prude <laughs> i will i will raise my hand if there if there yeah. is a convention and uh-huh. people go a prude i'm like you uh, will first, honey. be the first person I, in front of the line i have no desire to see yeah. my friends naked to see to have friends date each other or people that well then I've what are we doing here <laughs> <laughs> Imagine us just sitting Imagine. naked here doing the no. no, we're not doing that. What we're doing is we're drinking, drinking. and having a good time. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and so it was at his housewarming. The thing is, I felt very uncomfortable. Like, why was besides, that? Besides, like, I can turn on the social, like mm-hmm. you said, like you've yeah. seen me. I can turn on the social I've very easily, even though I am deeply like an introvert. Mm. Like, it doesn't sound like it. I'm doing this podcast. It sounds like like I am the queen behind I'm really no, bitch. I get it. Really I'm the same. Not. I'm a fucking bartender, <laughs> and and you have to you switch see that on. me and and on the, and people are so surprised when they meet me outside of the bar, right. and they're like, "Wait, I didn't think you were." That. I'm like, "No, I'm, I wasn't faking it. It's just that's a different environment. That's a different situation. First of all, it pays my fucking bills. So, yeah. So I mean, I will do whatever I can, whatever I have to, to get there. Yeah. But um. I'm just an introvert. I need time to recharge, you yeah. know? And for you, I have seen you be very, very social, but I know you to be um, an introvert. I know you've, you like, be... you've seen me be social, but I'll be there, mm-hmm. and it's once in every three months. Yep. And then I'm there, yep. and honey, she's she takes why, over. <laughs> why do you think I try to keep you every time I see you? Like, I literally don't let this bitch go. I'm like... And then when I what? leave that door, I'm never coming you, back for another she three months. Never, I am not, I, and I have made peace with that. That is why every time you come in, I'm like, I'm going to make this bitch stay. I'm going to bribe her with all the shots, right. with all the um, conversations, with all, all the, the things, with all the music, yes. all the things, just to... Because I know... And it's fine. I wish I could. could <laughs> I could do that and not have to right. be on um, every single damn time I'm yeah. working, which is a lot. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite things is to go to pocket. Like I don't know that I need um, social interaction right. because I'm so used to like when COVID hit mm-hmm. and also a very like massive 
uh, event um, I experienced in my life right as COVID hit. And it it made me, it forced me, but I was also glad for it to be very internal and to, to, to not be social and to take the time to myself. And like I said, um, I'm still like kind of doing that right now, but you do need social contact. Otherwise 100%. You'll go crazy. 100%. And so I'll be up there. I'll just like walk past. I'm like, hey, I'll say hi to Alameen. Mm-hmm. Um, fully knowing that I'll be there for three hours. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't even know that. But I was, my goal was, all, my goal on yeah. my side was to keep you there. To keep me there. <laughs> yeah. So it was just, um, and that's how we got to know each other. Just yeah, to just... answer that question. Um, it was at... It was at Pocket. It was uh, at a bar here in Seoul where I work at. And uh, every time I would see you pass by, um, I'd be like, hi. "Hi." And then you're like, oh, wait, you're not. What? Am I? Are you too good for me now? (laughs) You're not even going to stop by and say hi? Because I know if I do, I don't go home. You're not going home. (laughs) And the next thing you know, I'm pouring shots and I'm being like, "Um, let's do just one. Just one shot. Just one shot. Just Do it pick- with my friend. Just Do a pickleback. Just a pickleback. <laughs> Which, if you're in Seoul... You must come to Pocket you and you must have a pickleback. Uh, in any case, so that's where we met. And right. uh, one of my favorite pastimes is sitting in Pocket mm-hmm. when no one's there just as you've opened. Uh-huh. I mean, sitting there with his glass of wine mm-hmm. and his book pretending to be smart, right? I mean, <laughs> you gotta try. You gotta try. <laughs> And we just like scoping out guys like, is uh-huh. he gay? Is he straight? Or oh, he's wasted on the straight girls. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, I just, it's one we of the best We just things. like create it. all, the, it's people watching, but right. we take it a little bit further. We take it the extra step. Oh yeah. Just and then to, the best part is mm-hmm. when we're like audibly, I guess, and we're like, <gasps> and they walk yes. past, close the window, like close enough. And they, yep. they hear and us they going, hear us. and they look at <laughs> And we have no shame. We should be like, hi. Like, hi. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Do you see something you like? (laughs) Because we do. (laughs) Like, no, there's no shame. Yeah, there's no shame. And there's a lot of, like, really hot gay guys that... Truly. And it's not, like, it's not gross construction site type thing. No. I wouldn't say it is. And also, like, but. I remember, like, walking with a friend once. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, that guy's so hot. And he's like, oh, you can't say that. I'm like, why? why like, he, whether I'm straight or gay, he's still hot. He's still hot. It's he also perspective. He being hot. He's just sweating. That's he, how hot he is. That's it. <laughs> like, truly. No, but, like, if if I was saying something bad, uh-huh. if I was judging them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Which then, is not what we do. Not to them. Not to <laughs> Not that not, loudly. Not, not, not that. Not that no, loudly. Not that. Um, but mm. like, if they hear it, like that could make their day. Why not? One hundred percent. Like, I like being told that I'm. Um, I mean, I don't need it. I don't. Well, but actually, we, I, do. <laughs> I don't like the thing that I need it. I don't um, like that I need it. But I don't I like it. But I like it. It yes. like it gives me a boost of confidence. That right. like helps me go through. Um, my day. I'm There's like, nothing wrong with There's a little bit of positive affirmation from someone else. All. It's nothing wrong. Especially so. from your friends. I mean, yeah. we're not friends with these people, but like, I want to encourage that. Like, seriously, tell your friends that they look good. Yeah. Tell them that they are looking fine as hell. Like, they, what they're doing, that skincare routine is right. working, whatever it is. <laughs> like, whatever it is. Like, yeah. So, how long have you been in Seoul for? I have been in Seoul. For six years, but in Korea for seven. Oh, where was your first? Um, this small towns like which I really want to go back to. Where is it? Honestly, what, what it's called? um, it's called um Asan. Right. Um, literally nothing there except for the buildings that are there. No gay um, people. Um, n- few girl none for a whole fucking year. Honey, that was me in Kaeryong for two years. Oh my god! No. How did you? How did you navigate that? What was? Um, I came to Seoul a lot. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what people tend to do here, right? Yeah. You, it's you other so, come... And also, I had mm. like like friends that I hung out with. I wasn't exactly going around chasing guys. Not that I am now either. But it wasn't my. I'm not like all the other gays here. You just want to sleep with everyone. Like because you're better, uh, honey. <laughs> honey. <laughs> it's just uh, each to their own. But I just don't like to do that. Like we're living in HPC. Right. If I throw a stone and it hits a gay, the likelihood is that someone that's seen them naked that I know. Yep. Is very strong, 100%. and I'm just not comfortable with that. So if ever I have a hookup, it's uh-huh. not in this space. Mm. Never in this space. It's always out. I don't know because I feel like the people talk too much here. People do talk, 
And that's I mean, why I don't talk to anyone except you. <laughs> Girl. Girl. <laughs> I talk the most out of all. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, um, this is all out in the open. Right. The, well, I'm I very vocal about like the white gays. Oh, my God. Okay, oh, yeah. can we take a moment? And we can take a moment. talk about the white gays. What is your... Okay, so let's let's encompass that in a... a what is your experience experience of being a black gay man in Korea, like your dating experience? Has it been easy? Has it been difficult? Has it been a clusterfuck? Whatever. Um, it has been a fucking clusterfuck. Yeah. It really has. Um, it has been just... And, and, and like there's different aspects to it, right? Mm. It's it's being uh, just social. I have, I literally was attacked last year. Oh, I remember. You, you, did, did I tell you about no, that? You didn't tell me, but you were, I was in the bar and you were telling someone else. Like, girl, this was like a packed bar and a yeah. drag show. And this fabulous drag queen came up on stage. It and could not have been last year. It must have been the year before. It because was last, last year. Oh, the it beginning of last, last year. last year. It was oh, in shit. April after the pandemic started. Things oh, were shit. going down. No. Oh. I mean, I mean, we all know this part. <laughs> and I was there Continue. enjoying the show. Right. It was last year, April, just after um, the pandemic started. It wasn't as bad here. Um so I was there, and this fabulous drag queen came on stage. This was um, right after George, George Floyd was murdered. Right. So this was May. Then the it wasn't. It wasn't April. It was May. It was May because he he, it, he was May. May. Yeah. I guess. Okay. Continue. May, yeah. Around that time, and so they stitched uh, Black Lives Matter on their um, skirt. Um, I was like right in front. I was like, yes, I can't stay. Living like, for yes, the activism. Living. You, it fact, meant so I, much. It, yeah. like, it meant so much because this was at the height of the, of the, um, the, the movement protest, of black, the yeah, movement the pro that yeah. And then this person from the back yells, Asian lives matter. What the fuck? Like, this is neither the time nor the place for this. What are you talking about? What Why is about? this? Because l- what you are saying, you might have, we might as well have said, um, um, all lives matter, or blue lives matter, or whatever the fuck. But but where where in the phrase Black Lives Matter does it say that Asian lives don't matter? Thank you. Please help me ask. Where does it take away? Where does it say that white from, lives don't from matter? Any of the <laughs> any of the, like where? Who said that? The person that I am, because it was like, I I think I yelled. Shut the fuck up. And that's you know and that started an altercation. That started no, I didn't even start an altercation. Okay, did it end in an altercation? It ended in an altercation with right. them with this person that said this sucker punching me in front of Shit. tens of people outside of this bar. I just feel pain, like literal pain in my yeah, stomach. Yeah, it was so so fast, yeah. And it was so it just happened out of the blue. And then I, I look and I see him right in front of me. So I fuck it, I Punch him back as you and kick him. Slay, Mary, slay. So my question about that is like, uh, not more than how did it make you feel? Because obviously there's a lot of outrage, Mm -hmm. a lot of confusion, but more so what did you learn from that experience in that time when social issues were heightened, like not only in the States, but Mm -hmm. it started bleeding all over the world because the Black Lives Matter is not a movement that is just... um, in the states, but it's mm-hmm. it's in many places in the world. What was your lesson in that? What did what did you learn from that about yourself or about people or? Um, I honestly I took away so much from that experience that um, the first thing is don't fuck with me. <laughs> like literally don't come, don't fuck with me. I will yeah. fuck a bitch up. Like she, I I promise you, he didn't come out of this as the um, victor. Not right. that that matters, but that actually does matter to me. But also something else that I learned was um, not to expect automatic support from marginalized, from other marginalized groups. Um, yeah, that's the thing. And it's I always find it so difficult to talk about because I do have a lot of like the people that, the people that are in HBC are a lot of white people, right? Um, it's a very a big lot. community for white people and also white gay people. Mm-hmm. And whether it be like lesbian I mean, just or open gay, grinder. it's yeah, just just open grinder. And then you also have this this very real thing where a Korean guy will opt for a white person, whether it be 
um, consciously or mm-hmm. subconsciously, mm-hmm. they would rather go with a white person than anyone who's not yep. white. Yep. It will even say that in their dating profiles they would and say that, that kind of stuff. Their, and it goes both ways. The the white gays say it. Yeah. And then the the Korean gays say it as well. They're and, looking for. Yeah, they say um, it as well. They would say, they say whites say only. The, if they don't say it in a profile, they will say it to you directly. They'll say it to you directly you or them. they'll block you or. All of these things. Whatever, like whatever happens in that space. And it's, <laughs> you know, and it's like people could argue then why are you in Korea but I'm like well I didn't exactly come to Korea to for that like no. we're from Africa honey yeah. like anywhere that's not where we are from yeah. in certain contexts are it's better for our lives yep. for a person that is gay that has been marginalized in any way in in Africa and you go to another country mm-hmm. where the um where your lifestyle is even a tiny little bit better mm-hmm. um you you tend to feel a bit more you you tend Safe, to be able to be yourself so why am i in korea instead of any other place because you know what despite all of the the stuff that the sucks. stuff this <laughs> fucking sucks and it when it sucks it fucking sucks right um there's still a certain level of safety comfort and yeah. i mean we spend our lives mm-hmm. like not only just like i said being from africa and the danger that it comes from like being one of, part of one of the big cities in 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 like Cape Town or where you didn't grow up in Le- Lagos. I right? didn't grow yeah. up in Lagos, but like yeah, Lagos is it, the biggest city in and it comes with a level of Africa. crime. Yeah, um, uh, things that that people are not used to, like mm-hmm. like for instance, something small in South Africa, like you park your car somewhere you, in the back of your mind, you know that there's a very strong likelihood that it won't be there when you come back. Like there's those little types of things in right. Cape Town or Johannesburg, or uh-huh. th- like the level of poverty and crime is so disproportionate in mm-hmm. terms of white and black and all of this kind of stuff that people are tired of hearing about. But that's our experience, right? And then you come to a country like this, and then when you feel safe enough to just live, mm-hmm. that's when you can, quote-unquote, come out of the closet. 100%. It helps you a little bit more because you're like, I have less to worry about. I can think a bit more about who I am. Mm-hmm. So segueing from that, I know you probably had something to say, but segueing <laughs> from that, okay. what would you say to the Alameen that first got here seven years ago? You currently, what advice would you give to uh, the Alameen that first got to Korea? Um, there was there there is so much that I could say to that person because um, not that I regret the um, the trajectory that I've been on since I've been here or the choices that I've made, but uh, there are things that um, I could have done differently. Right. You know when I came here because um, I came. I have lived with that, with what we were just talking about, that sense of um, always, you have to hide yourself. You have to, you have to be, you have to be constantly watching over your shoulder. You have to um, be very careful of what, of what you say and to how you to, say, how it, you to say, it, you to say it, to whom you say it, Oof. all of these things. Um, so yeah, I would, I would sit them down and talk to them and be like, um, you are, it's okay for you to, to experiment, to go out of your comfort zone. It's okay for you to just be yourself without thinking a hundred thoughts about the one thing that you want to say. Yeah. You know? Um, and also, stop taking shit from people. Oh, it's yeah. okay for you to be more assertive. It's okay for you to... You are not going to lose your life just because you state an opinion. Okay? <laughs> no, seriously. I was the most cautious person you, you will ever you've ever met. Like seriously, I was just I felt so alone because again, there's nobody there there was no manual to any of this. Oh no. Starting from when I like starting from from a child, like there was no manual to any of this. So here's the thing that mm-hmm. I wanna like, like you like that just I'm sorry to interrupt you, but not at you all. saying there's no manual for this. Like you know how people go there's no manual for life. Mm-hmm. Actually for straight people there is a manual. Oh my god. You know what yes. that manual is? When you watch a movie. Yep. And you have straight representation. When okay? you talk to people you in your to family, people, to your friends, to your uncles, to your aunties who are all straight and tell you and you can watch them live their lives. That that's a manual. That's a manual. And that's know. an experience that you can look at. Gay people Doesn't don't mean you have, have to that. End the, we don't have that. We know that one uncle is gay, but no one talks about it. 
Nobody talks about it. No one, no one recognizes that in you. And if they do, they're not going to send you that uncle because that's going to make you gay or they're not going to make you, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and uh, so all this kind of stigma and all this kind of stuff that goes around it, it's you like internalize it. You internalize it. And then when we get to a, a place where you can be yourself, you don't know how the fuck to be you yourself. You don't or know how, how to, to fucking handle yourself. And you know what's so annoying? I mm-hmm. hate labeling part of my identity as gay mm-hmm. um, because I really find that that's a problem where a gay person is gay. A gay person feels to me sometimes Mm -hmm. that their identity is gay before they're human being. Mm. And for me, that gets a bit like, "Mm." then we're... Okay, we're in a dicey situation. Yeah, for me. No, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, and when it it, it does happen that you have some kind of representation, especially in media, Mm. it is a kind of representation that, first of all, is very stereotypical and very, very specific to a gay identity, which, if you don't know... We have different experiences. Mm-hmm. But then though that particular experience gets shit on by everybody. Let me just tell you something. It's like not all gay people like pink. No, pink loves me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the lesson that you would tell yourself is to be more assertive. To be more assertive. To and be don't apologize more, for who you don't are. Don't apologize for who you are. Because I, uh, for, I still, to this day, because again, it's a process. It never happens overnight. Yeah. I still feel like I move through the world apologizing for who I am. Right. I honestly, truly feel that. Because everything I, like being with um, whoever I'm dating, I'm like, I'm, I think twice about holding their hands or kissing them in public right. or even being as close to them as I, like, just just me existing as a black man yeah, is a fucking political statement in this country. Because right. I can tell him, like, let's not even get into that. But there's it's just that queerness that is a part of me. Mm. Like, and it's not everything that I am. It's I don't not everything, want it yeah. to be everything that I am. And it's yet... Only- and yet, we have to try to stand up and be proud in it. Be, we have for to be. other people to also follow suit, and that's that's, that's it's an effort. That's the it's hard thing. Work. That's the hard thing. Ugh. And so I want to be like I want to tell that person. I want to tell myself right now to do it with all the confidence that I can muster. Yeah. With with all the non-apologetic with all my fucking like no channel my fucking Beyonce and be like. Fuck all of this. <laughs> just do you. It just fucking do you. It's such a... I have been able to... Like, I have been very lucky to to have been able to leave my situation back in Nigeria. Right. And come to a place where I am physically safe. Yeah. Physically safe. And also, despite this country being very conservative, we are still allowed to We're be who allowed. we are. We're still allowed to have jobs. Yeah. Um. I mean... Because there's a lot of countries in the world where it isn't like that. Oh my God. We have to be low-key in certain situations. Like, uh, that's still a thing. Um, But it's still better than a lot of countries. Like, South Africa, it's fine. You can be as gay Mm -hmm. as you want to be. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not why I'm not there. But um, Namibia is where I grew up. And that Mm -hmm. was a very big issue as a kid, you know. So, my family, everyone knew I was gay. Honey, everyone knew. I was dancing to Britney Spears for God's sake. Like, Damn. if you didn't know, I was I Get was it. learning Britney Spears choreography. Free Britney. Ma- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I was singing Britney Spears songs. Okay, Sp- Spice Girls. I mean, if that if that if that if that doesn't tell you if that didn't tell anyone, mm-hmm. then <laughs> I don't know what what else. Like, truly, they must have been just. It's it's just that the rest of society, the people around, the, the cousins, the the general society, it was yeah, and that's one of my biggest pet peeves. The right, I, like um, <clears throat> people from privileged background, mm. um, and I'm not just talking about the white people, mostly the white people, mostly. but like people um, that did not grow up in our kind of situation that are are just actively apathetic about it, or choose to talk to me about my experience and clearly do not give a fuck. Oh, yeah. You know? And I see a lot of that, especially here. Again, we're talking about the white gays and the gays. Mm. I'm like, listen, people in my country get lynched. Lynched. Like, lynched. And and that is a generational trauma thing that goes into your, 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 your... Your psyche. Thank you. When you see a gay person being lynched for being themselves, 
the trauma it causes you for the rest of your life, whether you are able to deal with it or not, is something that you can't explain no. to a white person because the likelihood that a white person gets lynched, that a white gay person gets lynched, is I mean, not very high. Um, not very I haven't high. done my research, but I'm pretty sure it's not a thing. As, as a Nigerian in... In Lagos, I can see someone in Florida living as a gay, a gay man in Florida living their best lives. Why can't I live my why best life? I, why do I why have to can't go I, to Why do I have to yeah. like? Why do I have to go through all this? I there there is that. Um, I deserve. I'm human. I deserve as much liberty and freedom as as anybody else. Yeah. And you know that's what I didn't. Um, that's why I didn't think. I didn't think. Growing up, that I deserved that, that I'd ever get and it, or you'd never see it, so it never even occurred to you that you could it. have it. You, I didn't have access to any of that. I yeah. didn't know how other. First, I didn't know how gay people lived in my country, but, but I also didn't know how gay people lived in other places. There wasn't and a little. Was, there was nobody when we looked at watch TV. There wasn't a little Nas X being openly gay. No. Okay, we had the prince. We had uh, effeminate performers. We had. Um, Liberace, like, uh, but regardless, like all these when, names and when things, they were being talked about, they were um, being talked about in the most. They would not be allowed on TV in in Africa no. and that kind of stuff. If you did oh see it, you'd God. see it through American television. Yep. But the representation in the country through American lens, through American lens, yes, exactly. So, so you, the likelihood, and this is a little bit sad, mm-hmm. um, that you will have to go back is becoming more of a real thing for you, right? It's it's been um it's been a year. Of. It literally has been a year of um, instability. The, oh. the most unstable I've been in Korea. Not just and, uh, COVID, but... Not just COVID. Yeah. No, COVID has been actually in, in a very fucked up weird way. COVID for me personally has been uh, a blessing because whenever COVID got worse was when I was granted extended stay and because it was just it. easier for them because to do that easier for them to to do that than to deal with me and all of my bullshit yeah you know and i'm again in a very weird fucked up way that i i can't even imagine but i'm so grateful that i get to stay here because i get to be safe for one more day and that's what it is really when and in, in the grand in the grand scheme of things it's for one more day because I don't have roots here. I don't have stability here. And it's just every single waking moment for mm. me um, has been a moment of anxiety. A moment of... Is this my it's, last day? It's three more months, but you know what? Three months is nothing because you'll wake up and what, what are we? we're already in August. The year just started like two two days ago and we're already in August. And so three months, to be granted three months, I am forever great. I will, I'm always like, oh my God, thank God I have this. I, I don't believe and I hate when people say like growth comes from adversity and all of that bullshit. And you have to go through pain and suffering and all of that. But and that's like, kind of obvious. That's kind of, ob- that is obvious. Like that's the nature of growth is struggle. <laughs> but let me tell you, when you live in it in the moment, especially when you feel helpless, I don't want to hear that shit. Do not say that to me. I don't want that. No. That's no, don't not say the that advice that I that would give not- anyone mm-hmm. who is Going through that at the moment. Please don't say that to them. Honey. Like, no, I, I used to be that, right. that fucking really? stupid. <laughs> yes, that would be like, oh, you just, it's just, it's in a, a time of adversity is when we grow. Like that person isn't in the space to hear that right no. at that moment. They actually just need to communicate that they're frustrated, that uh-huh. they have anxiety and that would make them feel better. They don't need you to give them some proverb nope. that says some Bible verse or whatever the fuck. That's Especially when you don't know what the fuck they're going through. You know what I, what I need? I need um, emotional support. So unless you could give me a visa. Unless, unless you, you can, can help me stay in pay the my bills. Unless you can pay my bills. Then I don't want to hear no advice. No. <laughs> no. That's why I keep saying, like, honestly, I don't like giving people advice. Right. And that's different from like telling people the truth. Mm. Especially when they ask you. That's different. Oh, that's very different. Being real with them. That's completely different. Advice, that's a whole different thing. My experience has been um, because of my 
personality mm-hmm. as a kid i've always tried to like know different than someone else mm. and so i would always tell what i've known to sound smart and that then transformed into giving advice when no one the fuck asked mm, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and i'm at a stage of my life where i'm very conscious of that and i'm not like that anymore mm-hmm. but then i also understand the people that do do that and um i can I, it doesn't come from a malicious place so that change that you're going through like mentally how are you dealing with that like um the reality like that feeling of like appreciating every moment mm. um combined with like there's a sense of anxiety because you could very well go back in three months mm-hmm. and then what the fuck do i do then right how do you mentally deal with that um i've gone through so much um just like emotional roller coaster right i really have been gone through so much yeah um there's a time when i mean you did speak about this i don't know if this if this was part of this recording um how expensive it is to seek um help from professionals here yeah yeah it's yeah. very expensive here so there's a time when i could i did that and Oh, you did? Oh, I did. I oh, did. Shit. Earlier this year. Oof. Okay. I'm going to go into was this. Was it was it a English speaking counselor? I was an English speaking professional, but it wasn't a counselor. Okay, a professional. Per okay. Se. Uh he was qualified to give me just like to give medications to people not to oh, actually Oh, okay. Be so a psychiatrist, not necessarily a, a therapist. Counselor, counselor or therapist. Okay. Yes, exactly that. Um and I think in a, like looking back at it what I needed was was a therapist because I needed to fucking talk. I'm loving this because I'm talking. This yeah, is what I needed to do. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I needed to do. Um I think plus the medications, yeah. you know? Cuz a whole chemistry thing then. It's a it's there's a lot uh, a lot of mental health also has to do with mental like chemistry, mm-hmm. like the the literally the chemistry of your brain, the mm-hmm. the hormones and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, sometimes medication is a viable option. Yep. Um even if it's for a short period of time, it does help with an adjustment. So the minute that I could afford it and I'm talking about I'm not talking about like $100 a week for a one hour set. No, not even that. Just mm. the, the that's how much I I don't make that much, you know. Yeah, and for so you to been, like give that amount for instance is a It's a big thing. It's a fucking big deal. I am still lucky enough to have friends that are supportive, that mm. want to see me grow and be better and know about my issues, you know? And so at that time, I had a friend who pointed me towards the right direction and was willing to financially support me. That is beautiful. That is amazing. I was so fucking lucky. I was, I'm still so grateful to them for doing that for me. Wow. You know? And so I went through that. and But what happened was I was only taking medications at that point. and i started to feel better but then i didn't and yeah. be, because the issues were still there you know yeah the pills and, can take away the thoughts right and i don't even know how that works i don't know how the pills work you know i don't know when that stops but i was i would not be going through that for a minute and then the issues would come back you know right right and i did something very stupid that i'm not proud of right um and then i decided to like completely stop yeah because i just it was not working it really just not was not working for me that's a beautiful point though like that you got to is that you realized hey this is not working for me it was bad it yeah. was bad but I'm, i'm i'm i have to i am proud of myself for getting there yeah and and i and, truly am and maybe that's something you should say in the mirror every morning is that yes. i'm proud of myself for where i am where i come from mm-hmm. and what i've been able to do thus far mm-hmm. right so dealing with the things that i've been dealing with i've always known myself to be a person that can uh let go right like let go and part of that i think it's and, and it's like in its foundation in its true form it's just it's um it's putting things in the back burner mm. you know because i'm usually a person that's like that lives in the moment and and appreciates what they have right now but when you put things on the back burner mm-hmm. honey they're still boiling oh they are still boiling <laughs> girl they are still they are the pot is 
slowly. dancing, it is making music, okay. <laughs> it is doing all the things. It truly, slowly but surely, it will catch up to you. Yeah. It truly will. Whatever, hoped is that it will, um, by the time it catches up to me, I will be ready to deal with it. To deal with it. Right. And that is um, seeking professional help, yeah. um, having um, the resources and the, um, the support the, the support that I need, you know. In the meantime, I will be dealing with the small things that I can deal with, and a lot of things that, and I, I, I'm very good at letting go, especially the small things mm. that don't matter in the long run. Mm. They are in the back burner, but you know what? They just become fucking vapor small bullshit it's petty bullshit mm. you know so so that's the the thing that you have learned is to or or the thing that that you have become even more solid in is being able to let go of the small stuff of the small because, stuff like your life is so like up in the air these 100 percent um, dealing with the big stuff dealing with, with stuff like, like being deported being yeah. uh being maimed and killed being lynched like these are i'm sorry but these are very serious these, issues and these are very real things that you very, face very like things. going back and then like 100%. you low-key high-key you have to go back into the closet again i have to and uh and bitch, have you seen me these days? Honey. Girl. <laughs> so that's, oh, it's such a sad, yeah, it's a reality. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope that like people listening can gain uh, a little bit of perspective, like um, wherever you are in your situation, whether mm-hmm. it be as horrible, I don't want to use the word horrible, but rather as challenging as Alamine's or as comfortable in your life where you are, um, is that uh, I always say that there is, there is someone out there whose situation mm-hmm. is worse than yours. 100%. And I'm not saying that to trivialize your own personal struggle. Or to make it less for them. It's just That's give you a little... Perspective. 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 And when you can Truly. realize, oh shit, someone else is going through something too, there is a connection between 100%. you and someone you do not even know, for instance. 100%. And then you can get out of that space of feeling victimized mm-hmm. and you can start to, be, to, to, to see avenues to move forward. 100%. Um, because even you in your situation, Mm-hmm. There is someone in a worse situation. I have some kind of privilege over uh, queer Koreans. I really do. Yeah. There is a more of an allowance for me to be gay yeah. than there is because they have to deal with their families that are here. Yeah. My family is thousands of miles away, you know. But then also back home, I was able to leave. I'm able to for yeah. seven years leave yeah. my best life here. Yeah. Or as best as I know how to live it, you know? Mm. So I'm 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 not I do not ever let myself forget that fact. Right. Because that is I I, I, I constantly am following the news back there. I'm following the people who are living there and doing um the work that's because required. That for are, you. That's required for people like me. To, to at least have some modicum of respect when they live. You know, yeah, it's, just it's, you know what's really annoying? It's kind of, it's really, really annoying that it kind of feels like 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 certain groups of people that mm-hmm. are against gay people, they kind of think the minute that they allow gay people to be gay, that means they're gay too. Oh my God. It's like, honey, like... As well, there are questions you should ask yourself. It's kind of like that, that, that Kenyan guy that we met and um, you know him, but like like that I met outside of um, the bar, out of uh-huh. outside of pocket, and then we're talking and whatever. He talks to me about girls and like making jokes about girlfriend. You know how people are. And I'm just oh like, oh, I'm like, oh, honey, I'm a assert- homosexual. They- and, and when then, you tell them that, oh no, he they was okay to with that. Assert their heterosexuality. No, no, okay. he was okay. he, he was, was okay with that. Okay, All but right. he would say like he would say, so do you have a? And then whisper. It's like, Mary, I just announced. I was literally rapping a Nicki Minaj verse, <laughs> word for word, out loud, dancing in the street, in this little side street next to Pocket, because I wouldn't go inside, you know? And, and you're and the you, one who feels some kind of way about this? And you're like, so do you have a boyfriend? I'm like, I should have been like, honey... I have five. <laughs> I should have been like that. Um, no, but yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It's just, it's just, it's tiring. Really, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. It's exhausting having to cater to you know so many people's. You feelings. know what's annoying? What is having to come me. out to people all the time? I am 
I completely agree. No, I completely agree with you. Why do I have to announce that I'm gay? I am I am telling you that that I feel like we need to bring that back a little bit. Why because, do I have to announce that I'm gay? But in a trolley way. To fucking troll these bitches. Because somehow they think that being you being comfortable and being public with who you are, you should still feel the need to hide it. Yeah. To okay. speak on a low low tone. Here's the thing what I'm gonna do. Listen, I'm gay. <laughs> don't don't tell them that I'm gay. I'm homosexual. I'm homosexual. Um what I'm going to do actually mm-hmm. is just assume that everyone's gay. Yes. And then I just assume and talk to them about like gay stuff and stuff and then they have to be like, you know I'm straight, right? And I'm like, oh well good for you. Good for you. <laughs> you know good what I mean? Good for you. How how has that been for you? <laughs> Let's talk about your struggles. Let's talk about your struggles. So is it hard being straight? Was it, was it when did you come out? Yeah, exactly. How did your family take that? <laughs> I co-sign. Oh, like, thank you. 100% please. please I think I'm just going to do that from now on. Um, we're coming up to about an hour of recording. So Are we really? It's about time to wrap oh, up. I know you're having fun. <laughs> I really am. I'm having fun too. I really am having fun. Um, thank you for uh, agreeing to talk. I know that you were very nervous to I start was, with. Listen, I was... Deathly afraid of this. Yeah. Um, not only because the introvert in me was telling me that you're gonna suck. Nobody wants um, to hear anything uh, about what you have to say. Honey, I But say that. That's to, not true. I say no. that to myself all the time before I start the show. No one cares, but I still do it. <laughs> so anyway, thank you for that because I think I took some of that. I could feel some of that yeah. energy, <laughs> and I absorbed it that's because good, I, that's good. you made me feel so comfortable. I'm happy. And I, I mean, the alcohol also helped. Listen, yes. um, but but then also, uh, this is a part of me that I don't get to talk about is. As openly and as as honestly as I have done tonight, and yeah. so I'm very grateful to you for giving me this opportunity. And that's like, the really. the secret reason why I didn't say a lot because I feel like saying too much then gets people like in their head and they're preparing what to say. Yep, it's much better to have an authentic situation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, conversation because then other people can either agree or disagree but there's always something that we can learn mm-hmm. when there's not like a pre-planned right. thing you know right. and so there's always a lesson that someone can take from this uh, conversation because listen this is how we talk all right okay before I say goodbye apparently Alamine has some questions for me you can shoot because I didn't think it was fair to <laughs> just have me talk about myself right and um, not hear from you even mm. though this is My show, when I can Your talk show, about whatever I, I want. Whatever you want, exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I do really want to hear about your experiences of, um, as as a gay man in Korea. What has that been like for you? I have detailed many of my experiences on my podcast. So for okay. the people listening, mm-hmm. they know. But I've never actually spoken like... I've given like details of like sexual experiences or like boyfriends or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But in general, my dating experience has been a little bit frustrating. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I'm also very much aware that being a gay person in Korea, like being a gay Korean, mm-hmm. you don't have like we said, a playbook, a manual, nope. um, the experiences in high school or whatever that straight people get no. to do and make out and 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 have sex and do those like those learning phases that you have when you're coming into your sexuality. We don't get that because you're closeted, because you're suppressed all the time. You have so, to work that all, so all of that out for yourself. Mentally, like there's no like th- gay people go through that phase yeah. at the point at which they really come out. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Whether they be 30, 26, whatever age it is. So that is a universal thing that I understand that even I had like problems with. That's why gay people are so dramatic. Because, oh my God. Because we Tell didn't me. have the experience we when we, we were do kids. Not, we do not have any of that. There's nobody that you can learn. Um, you can't learn mistakes, you know. You can't. You yeah. have to make those mistakes yourself. Yeah, you can't learn it from then, other people. Learn not to make them again. Yeah, the the my you saving know? grace uh, <clears throat> is that I was extremely open with my mother, and that like oh, that's wonderful. That was a beautiful Fabulous. thing, right? Yeah, and it was it gave me a much stronger sense of who I was because who I was is a part of her. Absolutely, and I was very proud of the person that she was. So, you know? 
that was a, a saving grace for me being able to navigate because I could always talk to her if I had any problems. To have that in your formative years, like that's yeah. such a gift. And so, and so being gay here specifically mm-hmm. was, it's still challenging mm-hmm. because, you know, you're always someone's secret. Yep. And I've said that before, but you're always someone's secret in some way mm-hmm. if you're dating a Korean person. Um, I haven't dated a foreigner here because of that whole thing where I'm just like lucky you I'm very lucky I'm just like uh, I don't like the whole idea of because it's such a small community yes we've you've either dated my friend or you've seen you slept with my friend or something 100%. and I am not comfortable with that so I'm kind of limiting my options very much I also don't specifically date white people um, just I know that's extremely prejudiced I I I stand up in that it's just I need to learn to let go of this feeling that I have where I'm like, they get everything easy. The mm-hmm. one thing they're not going to get easy is my dick. Oh okay. My God. And so I don't. I love that. <laughs> Let me tell you, when I do, all I get is resentful. Yeah. Oh, the the one white person that I've dated here, someone you know, not even dated that I slept uh-huh, with. Uh-huh. I was like, ugh. No, I get resentful. Immediately. Let me tell resentful because I'm like, it's a very real, for people that don't yeah. understand this, it's a very real thing. Mm-hmm. A white person in Korea and mm-hmm. anyone who is not white has a very different experience. Yeah. So, and, and some people, people know that. Right. And some people know that. It's not just white people, it's, it's yeah. privileged people. I, from I like, have more privilege than you do. First world countries. I have oh, more yeah. privilege yeah. than you do because mm-hmm. my skin mm-hmm. is light. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that too. Yeah. Oh. Light skin. I would so, love to come back and talk to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can talk. We can definitely yeah, do sure. that. <laughs> talk to you. <laughs> um, How do you deal with your anxiety? Oh, that's a, that's a, I'm trying to make this a succinct thing. Anxiety. <gasps> Please don't. I have a long journey with learning to be in the present moment mm-hmm. has allowed me to understand mm. that anxiety mm-hmm. is you worrying about something that hasn't happened yet mm. probably won't happen mm-hmm. and on the flip side the more you worry about it the more the universe is like oh well it looks like you really want this to happen so i'm gonna make it happen for you mm. and it has really been um i don't know where i got this from but i've always been very very inquisitive about how your mind works Mm. so i remember as a kid going if i think this way i can trick my mind in doing this thing and then i can do that like it was this weird meta thing i was in my mom's um cream colored toyota corolla i remember the street we were driving on it was just after sunset so there was still like the beautiful light in of the african sky i was just in the car just in my head really uh I just remember my mom's hair and I remember myself, obviously my, the rest of my family, my brother, my sister were there too. But I remember going, having this meta thought of going like, if I think this, then I can believe in that. Or like, like that was one of the first moments where I realized I have control over what I'm thinking. I didn't know that at the time. It was just, I remember that moment. And as my life has continued, I have re- I have like been in moments of extreme anxiety and then the other side where I'm like, I can't change that. What I what I can do now is the action I take now. But now I'm more in that space where I'm here and not living in anxiety. So I don't have anxiety about life at the moment. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen anymore. But that's only because I've been so interested in how the brain works and... Um, the, uh, the the power of your thought very much like this buddhism um spiritual mumbo jumbo type of stuff like the secret type of stuff that's if worked it for works, me it's not it's not mumbo jumbo honestly <laughs> if it works it's <laughs> because be, yeah it, in lieu of of not having like uh, in lieu of having therapy like we we don't have access to therapy we don't have access to that type of stuff and i just felt like i i just knew that i'm i'm not a i'm, I'm a smart person mm. and if I read enough, I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of poets, a lot of music. I read a shit ton. I listen to a lot of podcasts about the brain, about emotions, about that kind of stuff. And over the years, it has all made sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to compartmentalize mm-hmm. and 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 realize when I'm feeling anxiety. Mm-hmm. I've only ever had two panic attacks 
that I was aware of mm. in my life. The second time it happened, it was like, oh shit, I'm having a panic attack. And then because of all the information that I've gathered, I knew what to do when I'm having a panic attack. Amazing. And so what do you do? Um, do you, do you mind I, talking about it? Uh, you know, no, it's, it's okay. Like you have a panic attack and I'll realize that my thoughts are jumping everywhere. Yes. I'm, I'm really scared, anxious about something, but uh-huh. it's not around me. Mm-hmm. And my breath is very fast. Mm. That's for me. I always go back to my breath. I've said this so many times on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I always go back to the breath. If I'm breathing erratically, my mind is in the future. It centers you. No, if I'm breathing oh, fast. Sorry, if yeah. you're breathing fast. Yeah, yeah if I'm yeah. breathing fast, erratic, yeah. like <laughs> like that, it means my mind is in the future. My thoughts are jumping all over the you place. You need to come back to the now. What I do then is I take breath. I focus on in, out, in, uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. And the moment my attention goes on my breath, it cannot go in your mind. Mm. You cannot think about the future, the past. Because like if you try it now, if you focus on taking an inhale, imagining the air coming in, the air going out, that one thing is a meditation mm-hmm. and you haven't thought about anything because your attention is on your breath. Mm-hmm. And that helps me calm down. That's the only thing that I do to calm down. Thank you so much for that. Because let me tell you, ask that question for me. Right. Okay. For me. I'm not even kidding. Like that's for me because um, these days more often than not, I've been having anxiety attacks. and Oh, shit. And um, without the professional help that I need, the necessary help that I need, um, I've been, it's, it's been a struggle. It really has. It really has. Um, but one thing that I'm grateful for that actually helps me is talking to people. Like whenever I feel that way, I know that I can call up a person and talk to them and have them talk me down because that's what i need I, i appreciate you sharing that um that process like, thank that's, you that's uh definitely going to look into that really uh, that's very helpful i'm glad Surely. that it i'm glad that it helped you i say this a lot like yes. on the podcast i say it like a lot mm-hmm. and i also say this i keep repeating this information this kind of advice because I had to hear it so many times mm. for me to remember mm-hmm. to try it when I'm having that moment. Um, yeah, that's... It's, it's also different knowing and then different. It's different when you actually are going through it. Oh, yeah. It's different like reading about it and actually then applying the information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so different. Mm-hmm. Well, that was all of my questions. And wow. Thank you for answering them. All right. Um, thank you so much. Uh, it was so much fun talking to you. Thank you for providing the space for me because just for me personally, this was a space of... Um, safety is a space where I can just talk, just be myself. And I'm just grateful to you for providing that. Thank I'm you. S- I'm so yeah. happy. That's Thank like, you. that's like one of my, like, like clandestine, like my secret, like goals is for people to be comfortable with me to talk about that kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. I want to talk about that stuff all the time. Mm. So because I think that's the stuff that matters. Not that your pink shirt doesn't matter. It's, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's just that, um, yeah. it's just that that's who I am. Mm. And um, I wanted to create a space where I can just be myself. So everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, if you've learned anything from Alamin and my rambling, please be so kind as to share this episode with a friend. Subscribe to wherever you listen to on your podcasts and um Hmm, a piece of advice, like I always say, drink your water, okay? <laughs> oh, okay. Drink, a lot like of people that. don't drink their water. They do not. I yeah. do not. So, yes, like I said, drink your water and go do something kind for someone. Yes. It makes you feel better about yourself. Truly it does. It gives you a little sense of value mm-hmm. and perspective, and it really does help your day. So It really does. Yeah. All right, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>